Welcome to episode 13 of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am Jim Rome. He is the big head, James Kelly. We will hear from the pro football doc a little bit later on as well. Holy crap, head. Week 13. Is it me, head, or is it Thursday every single day? Every single day. Sucks ass, man. I love the NFL, and we're in week 13. I hate it. I mean, I was going to say, where the hell has the season gone? Dude, fast. Too fast. Crazy. All right, so let me keep it real right off the very top. Whatever money that we make this week, we Mm. are going to earn because this week feels challenging as hell. As an example, last week I cleaned up, Mm. but I feel like this week I might give it all back. I mean, like, you never know. But like my man Bodie in Paraland likes to say, head, this gambling game is hard, dog. That rapping game is hard, dog. Alvin, why are you playing no no days off when I'm trying to say that this gambling game is hard, dog? No days off. My bad. Off. I called it wrong. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, you did, Alvin. All I right, got anyway. no, excuse me. My bad. A- a- anyway, uh. we're already off the rails. Hey, uh, head, what mm-hmm. kind of headspace are you in no pun intended as we get into this week what do the games look like to you overall you feel good or not so good uh, the hoop looked a lot bigger last week um i loved last week as we moved towards thursday and sunday games this year it's back to the majority of the season last week dude we we, we got we're hit with some bad bad you. beats dude terrible beats you but, were not me yeah, i was fine yeah, i was yeah it's fair yep. yeah yeah well if you think last week was bad Wait till this week. We'll find out. You never know. It looks bad. All right. (laughs) It does look bad. We're just being real. It looks bad. It looks tough. Let's get right to it. Might as well jump right in with your surrogate brother and stepdad, (laughs) Lobster Jr. and Lobster Sr., the Shanahans. Mm -hmm. Hey, real quick, do you mind if I reset my favorite Mike Shanahan story? Why not? Other than the fact that he is the only member of both the rat and lobster families. All right. So back in the day. We buy this house head in this uh-huh. ritzy development in Cabo, Cabo San Lucas in the mid-2000s. Uh-huh. The sales rep is telling me who some of the other owners and neighbors are in the property. Keep in mind, the rat and I did not see eye to eye back then. The rep says to me, Troy Aikman has a house here. Joe Buck has a house here. Oh, uh-huh. Mike Shanahan has a house here. I said, Mike Shanahan? Shit. You'll let anybody in this joint. And he said, and I quote, that's funny, Rome. He said the exact same thing about you. <laughs> Freaking lobsters. Gotta love them. Oh, that's funny. Right? True story. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. however, your foster brother mm-hmm. and your favorite coach, Mike Shanahan, are going up against one of my favorite brother. coaches and teams this year in Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins. I love the matchup. I hate the bet. You feel me? I love I the you. matchup. I hate the bet. What's the number? Who you got? Let's do this. Uh, my fa- my favorite two coaches in the hey. right here. Yes. The number is San Saint Francisco Lewis. minus four, and I'm going Lobster Jr. in the Niners here, Jim. Kinda no way. To, yeah. So uh, kind of hard to kiss the family's ass if I'm not betting on them, right? So there you go. Um, <laughs> Fair point. I really want to know how good this Niners defense <laughs> is, and we it. should find out this week. On one hand, a healthy KC torched their ass for 44 points. On the other, since that week four, or week seven game, they've allowed 40 points combined, but they have played against assed offenses, so we should find out here. I do like their ability uh, to create pressure on Sunday, and the Taron Armstead injury is massive. He hasn't been ruled out. But if he plays, I don't see him being himself. Nick Bosa is a game-changing matchup all over that poor line on Sunday where Tua won't have time. 
The Niners, weapons on offense, they are banged up as well, but it looks like they will play. I think Miami will have a hard time tackling them. The Niners are much better tacklers in space against that Miami speed than Miami actually is. Against the spread, Niners are 7-2 in their last nine home games, mm. and Miami is 0-3-1 in their last four road games versus a team with a winning home record. Let's go against the money and Lobster Jr. and lay that four. Interesting. Like I said, I love the game. I hate the bet because I'm not really sure which way to go, except, you know what? I like to start this pod by going the opposite of you, Head. Uh-oh. And the next time you go against your surrogate Lobster family will be the first. I respect Lobster Jr., but I like Mike McDaniel a lot. I love, love that him. trio of Tua, Tyreek, and Jalen because when all three of them start and finish games, they do not lose. Now, here are my concerns. Maybe you know something I don't know. I was of the opinion, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm really concerned about my dude, Teron Armstead. I think that he may not go, and that's not good. The mm-hmm. Niners, not the Niners good. also have in their employee a quarterback killer by the name of Nick Bosa. Have you heard mm-hmm. of him? Mm-hmm. Do you know about Ronald? Do you, do you know about <laughs> Nick Bosa? Have you heard about Nick Bosa? Yeah, yep. anyway, mm-hmm. not good. Not good mm-hmm. for me. Offensively, the Niners are loaded. We know this. They've got playmakers. I'm just betting, Head, that this is one of those weeks where we're going to get Jimmy G, the caretaker, yep. as opposed to Jimmy G, the playmaker. And most of all, to be real, I just feel like going against you and your lobster Bro, slash rat brethren. So I'm going to ride with Mike McD and the Dolphins at Frisco. All right. I'm All going right. the other way. All yep, right. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Chiefs, Chiefs at your other favorite human's house, Joey B, Joe Burrow. Now, you know what I appreciate about you, Head? What's that? Very little. Okay. However, there is something I really do appreciate appreciate about you, and that's that what you like, you love, and what you really don't like, well, you pretty much hate. Mm-hmm. I know you love Patrick Mahomes. I know you love Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. So what is the number, and how are you going to play this one? So accurate on that. It's either an A or an F usually right here. Cincy is the t- uh, plus two home dog. I'm riding with Cool Joe and the Bengals here, Jim, over Kansas City. This Kansas City offense. You are? I am. I'm, I'm sticking with Cool Joe. to Cincinnati. I've been on him for a little bit here, and he's okay. making me some money lately. I'm a little surprised. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So uh, the KC offense, number-wise, right now it's actually better than it was with Tyreek a year ago. They have the most total yards and points in the NFL, but I think they missed Tyreek Sunday. You want to attack the Bengals' corners. They lost their best cover guy to an ACL injury and now have a rookie and Eli Apple on the outside. So that's where you want to get him at there. I also think the Bengals can score with him. Burrow has the better weapons than Pat Mahomes, Mahomes does. T. Higgins Mahomes? himself. Mahomes? <laughs> T. Higgins himself is a number one. He is damn good. I think Jamar and Joe uh, Mixon are trending towards playing here. And most importantly, that shit O-line that I've been talking about is not shit anymore. The Titans sacked Joe nine times in their playoff game last season. On Sunday... They only got him one time, and the Bengals ran for over 100 yards against that mother of a run D. They are good, and they have edge. Am I right? Ted Karras, my new favorite freaking player. Fuck you! Right up yours, Tennessee! Fuck you! Fuck you! God, dude, F-bomb, F-bomb, F-bomb. That that is so amazing. You know, we tried to get into that on the Daily Show, but could not get into that. Lay that out really quickly. That dude coming off of the field... Mm-hmm. And I want to say F-bombing, but since Alvin just played it, I, I, I don't need to. 
Fuck you. Fuck you to 70,000 people. That was incredible. Up yours, Tennessee. F-U-F-U. He's one of the big uh, free agent signings right there on that line. He took it personal, and, dude, he showed up, and he just basically Eli Manning everybody without the freaking middle fingers right there. It was great. Incredible, man. The passion, yes. So I'm going to say F you, Casey, but just on the spread, I love you all. You guys are great. Let's go with the Bengals, who have won five of their last six and are 11-1 in their last 12 games against the spread versus a team with a winning record. They play big. Home dog, Bengals, Teddy Karras, and take the two points. All right, so some of this is redundant. Let me say uh, I love the game and I hate the bet. I love the game, and I hate the bet. It's giving me a migraine. Playoff rematch, so you know the Chiefs would like nothing more than to go into their house and to quote you, Head, give them dem hands. These hands. On top of that, I can easily argue the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now. There is no argument. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP of the NFL right now. And I would even wave. I would even waive the mandatory waiting period for Travis Kelsey and put him in the Hall of Fame right now. Hell, I would put him in before he retires. Shit, I would let him wear his yellow blazer to the game on Sunday. Why not fit him right now, right? He's already the best tight end ever. Yeah, I said it. That's how much I love that guy. It doesn't to me matter so much that Tyreek Hill is not there. I know you think it does, or it will Sunday. I heard what you said. It doesn't matter so much to me about that, or even if McCole Hardman plays or not, because Mahomes just looks over the defense. He finds the mismatch, or he finds the dude who is open. He gets the ball to him. Very simple game. Andy Reid is one of my top three favorite humans. Not one of my top favorite NFL coaches. Not one of my top favorite people in sports. He is one of my top favorite human beings overall. So I guess what I'm trying to say to you, Head, is... No, I'm not. See what I did there? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is the go-to win betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everybody can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Listen, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So do this right now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code BIGBETS. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code BIGBETS. BIGBETS. You do have to be present in-state where it's lawful to wager. 21 older most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10 plus legally required for 100% boost. Deposit, parlay, and wagering restrictions do apply. Eligibility in terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Give me James. Give me James. Misdirection. Mm. Give me James in Portland's manual buzzer, actually, Alvin. (laughs) I'm going to fade myself. I'm going to take the home dog. Jamar Chase is going to come back, right? Joe Mm. Mixon might be back. 
to your point, the Bengals are missing their best corner, but I believe in my dude, Lou Anarumo, dialing up plays for the defense. What up, Lou? How you doing, my brother? I think the Bengals can run on KC. I think they can throw on KC. I think they can win a shootout with KC. And if I can get points for Cincinnati at home, I'm going to take them. Cincinnati plus two, right? Hell yes. To quote the icon himself, Matt in L.A., you're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, head. (laughs) Dude, tonight. How about tonight's game? Bills and New England. I love it. Some nice AFC East beef. And the first matchup of these two this season. Now, the Bills may or may not be who we thought they were. But the hood and his face-licking son always are, Mm -hmm. which is why you and I cannot get enough of either one of them. I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see what you're going to do with this game, Head. What's the number? Who you got? Bills are the three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Foxborough here. I'm going Josh Allen and the Bills laying those points. I mean, seven possessions, seven touchdowns, and more TDs than incompletions for Josh Allen. Josh The last time these two teams played, Jim, in the playoffs and dating back to the game. Why do you keep repeating yourself, dude? Josh Allen. Allen. You don't need to say it twice every time. Three times. Why are you emphasizing that? Because he's a great player and a really good player. And um, dating back to his game before the playoff, his last 11 times, uh, he's scored touchdowns in 13 possessions, 10 of them being touchdowns against the hood and that uh, kid of his who tongues himself a lot. So he's on fire. But, yep, thank you, Alvin. Waiting for that one. Biggest concern for the Bills O tonight is their line. They have been yep, playing yep, yep. really bad, actually, and they're out with uh, without Deion Dawkins, and they're going up against mm. one of the best pass I miss that big dude. Football. We haven't had that big dude on for a while. I miss him. He's great. He was good on the show, too. Love him. Love Loves him. Loves him off yet, and I wish he was playing tonight because it. he's going against uh, a freaking terrifying pass rush of the Patriots right here. So um, that worries me. Also, Josh Allen, he's not taking care of the ball very much. Josh Allen. Thank you. Again. They move it, but he leads the NFL in interceptions with that giraffe-looking cat in uh, Houston with 11, and here's the problem. Uh, Five of those 11 interceptions have came in the red zone, and the Pats red zone D is once again one of the betters in the entire NFL, like always. One of the betters. One of the better units. One of the betters. Okay, better units in the NFL. One of the betters. Always top 10. Betters are people who bet plural. Okay, gotcha. The defense or secondary is not one of the betters. Betters. Okay, red zone. That'd be D. like me Top saying you're one of the betters grammar. grammatically, right? Yeah, exactly. That ain't happening. Yeah. No, that that quote ain't happening no, no, no. as evidence of that ain't. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, the Pats will try and ugly it up. I think we all know that and run the football, like but no you do Damian to the English Harris. language. Oh, always. Right. Every Thursday, right here. <laughs> no Damian Harris for them, so On I like schedule. that for Buffalo. On schedule, right here. I haven't choked like Jerry, though, yet. I think I've got here, too. Not yet. Oh, there he uh, give me some. Uh, <laughs> give me a, a glass of Jack. Uh, <sighs> well, where's my oxygen? <laughs> can't breathe. Can't breathe. Uh, Mac hasn't thrown an interception in three weeks, so he's playing better. But let's hope he regresses back. Steven, hit me with the paddles. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Buffalo takes the ball away. Is my point. They are tied with Baltimore. Actually, at the AFC. Where's Coach Campo? Uh, where's Barry Switzer? <laughs> Where's Quincy Carter? I need him back here. Yes. Right. Back real quick. Against the spread. Hoods. Oh, there it is. That's Copper. Man, that's Ursa-like. 
Listen Get me that. some oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> They're like laughing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Listen move. to the old guy, man. Give me some oxygen. Ah! <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's a good one. <laughs> love right. to see it. Oh, that's my favorite. You love that, don't you? Love oh. to see it. Why, yeah. why is that now your favorite drop? That's that smoker breath, man. He's just hacking away and just so confident in his thing, and now it looks terrible. But... Uh, <laughs> Again, Alvin, the whole thing. <laughs> love to see it. Love to see it. I'd love to see the Bills win here. Uh, why do, why do we bother even doing work? And why don't we just sit know. here and let Alvin fire drops? Love to see it. So many good drops, man. <laughs> love to see why, it. Why would I stay up until the middle of the night to get ready for this shit? When I know. Lose sleep every freaking Wednesday night. Hey, I, I, mean, I don't yeah. even know where we are in this pod. I just love to see it. Ah. <sighs> Against the spread, I got a number here for you. Please. Hood's uh, one and five in his last six December games. Let's go Mafia Please. and lay the three and a half. Shout out to Rick and Buffalo. All right, so that got away from us. So let's get back on track. Here's the thing. Okay. You know the Hood has always made really good quarterbacks look really bad, right? Yes. Well, Kirk Cousins shredded their ass last week. He did. So I'm not so sure I want to give the Hood the benefit of the doubt much longer. And Justin Jefferson destroyed them too. No shame in that. He does that to everybody, but... He just did it to the Pats, and now they have to deal with Stephon Diggs, who might be just as dangerous. Mm -hmm. Now, to your point about Josh Allen, Josh Allen has not been peak Josh, Josh Allen, Allen of late, mm -hmm. at least not throwing it. You have to think that elbow is bothering him since he's had a rating of under 81 in four of his last five games. But dude is out there compensating for that by running it like he's freaking Adrian Peterson. He's a man Trucking <laughs> fools. Eating up huge chunks of real estate on the ground. Now, if I had to make an argument or two for the Pats, it's this. Mac Jones is coming off his best game of the season. I am a big Ramondre Stevenson fan. Yes. I love Hunter Henry. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know, Head, that if I dog the Patriots, I will catch shit from half my family that lives in Boston when I go back. Right. Half Except couch. I never go back, and they love me unconditionally <laughs> anyway. Bills, minus three and a half. I'm with Who you. Who loves you, baby? All right. Here's right, another. Rick and Buffalo. Rick and Buffalo. Here's another fascinating game. Another mm -hmm. fascinating, but what the hell do we do with this one matchup? Jets and Minnesota. I'm trying to focus on the game so I can get paid, but I simply cannot take my mind or eyes off the, well, I hate to say it, fuck up that is Zach Wilson. You and I have done this a long time, Head. Have you ever seen too, a dude jack something up as badly and as quickly as old Zachary has in New York? No. no Maybe no, no. Coach Hackett, but no. All right, so wait. If I'm not mistaken, even before Mike White – went off last week. You said it, Head. Mm -hmm. You said it right here on this pod that Zachary was already done, dead in the water in no, New York. No. You said that before that game, didn't you? Cooked. Not capping. Yep. There done. you go. Mm -hmm. Not capping. Not, Not capping. capping. All right, mm -hmm. so I've got to be honest. I'm conflicted about this one. While there is nothing to like about Zachary right now, mm -hmm. there's still a lot to like about the Jets, starting with the fact that well, Zachary is no longer allowed anywhere near the field, but you tell me, what is our number, and how are you playing it? The Vikings are the three-point home favorite. I'm going with the Vikings here, and their legendary play-by-play -play guy, Paul Allen, Jim. Alvin, can I get some PA goat stuff, please? Chester, the single set, burying in motion, right to left, back to the right. Brett Favre goes back to pass. He pumps. 
Now he fires over the middle, intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. It was intercepted by Tracy Porter, near side to the 40, and John Sullivan runs him down at the 47-yard line. You've got to be kidding me. I can't believe what I just saw. Looking at so that play, he should have just held on to the ball. He should have. He could have easily gotten five or six yards if he would have just pulled that thing down and dove forward. But why do you even ponder passing? Why I mean, do you, you even take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal? This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Holy shit. That is so amazing. That is the, so amazing. Uh, the best. The GOAT. Like, the end of that stuff was just absolute brilliance right there. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to slander that legend uh-huh. because I've never spoken to that legend. But you expect him to say, what the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> He wanted to. And his wife. <laughs> Dude, did you listen to the show during the week? Uh, uh-huh. Not not to interrupt this thought, but this is what makes this pod so great. Mm-hmm. I had Adam Thielen on. And I'm like, Adam, yes. I set it up. Oh, I'm like, Adam, awesome. I want to yes. talk to you about a dude that I think is just so electric. My favorite guy on your team, Paul Allen. You know, what do you think about him? And he just went on and on about how he's a mentor and he means so much to him. And he's so happy that he's getting this national run. But he already thought that he was like this national legend. Yeah, because him and his dad grew up listening to him on the radio. I'm like, right. this is freaking awesome, awesome question. I thought it was great. That was fun. He, he is awesome. We got uh, we, we to gotta have him on. We should have you. You know what? We yeah. talk to the doc every single week. Wouldn't it be like a dream come true for you and I to have Paul Allen on this podcast sometime? That would be the greatest. Or you could fire me and hire Paul. I'd be okay with that, too. No, or better yet, I, I would just let you interview your idol, Paul Allen. Oh, that'd be sweet. I like that guy. That, that is too much. Give it to us! Right, so, so where are we here with this matchup? Here, the Jets, um, they won't ponder passing against this Vikings defense really quick here. Um, they will be doing it early and often. The numbers the Vikings are allowing on defense is absurd. They are the worst in the NFL early versus the pass. They have given up 327 yards their last three games and 276 a game for the year through the air at 7.8 yards per attempt, worse than football right there. Altogether, they are giving up an average of 451 yards a game. Their past three, they are 31st overall in yards allowed, but they do have talent, I believe that, and some analytics and advanced stats like them. PFA, PFF sorry, has them as the seventh overall defense, which is crazy <laughs> as all hell. Thank you, Alan. Alvin. Thank you, Alan. Alan. Thanks, Thank Alan. you, Alan DeLauro. <laughs> Thank you, Albert. No. Give it to us. Anyway. Good job, yeah. Albert. True story. So how did I get into thoroughbred racing? How did I end up getting my first racehorse? My wife, Janet, said to me back in the day, you need a hobby. You don't have one. I said, no, I'm good. She's like, no, no, really. You need a hobby. You got to get out of the house. You're working way too much. Let's buy into a racehorse. That is actually a true story. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, great. Great for you, Rome. I can't afford to do that. Actually, you can. You can with My Racehorse. MyRacehorse.com has made ownership possible for a whole lot of people, including myself. It is an ownership platform that allows you fractional shares in top racehorses. There's nearly 100,000 registered owners worldwide, and the shares are under 100 bucks. You decide how involved and how invested you want to be on My Racehorse. As an example, in 2020, the Derby winner had more than 5,000 owners, thanks in part to My Racehorse. I'm telling you, I've been in the game before. I've never had a horse run in the Derby. But 5,000 others did experience just that in 2020. So go online to MyRacehorse.com and start your experience right now. It's amazing, really. That's MyRacehorse.com. MyRacehorse.com. No information provided by Jim Romer on this program related to MyRacehorse constitutes or is meant to be an offer to sell or a solicitation of any offer to buy any securities. MyRacehorse offers securities only through prospectus or non-offering material in compliance with Securities Act 1933. Any potential purchaser of a security offered by MyRacehorse must meet minimum suitability standards required by law. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. This is a paid advertisement. MyRacehorse is offering circular and 17 Disclosures can be found at myracehorse.com slash disclaimer.
PFF also has the Jets as their best defense. That's, that could be accurate. They're damn good. But this Vikings offensive line is good, too. They can hold up against that um, those beasts in the trenches there, I think. Hey, but Arthur, can you believe this guy? Arthur. <laughs> Arthur DeLauro. Oh, jeez. No, no, anyway. No. I think Kirk, Dalvin, and J.J. will score enough coins, uh, points to cover here, Jim. Let's hope Pat Peak um, bags Mike White like he did Call of Duty. Kyler off the field, and the Vikings cover this thing. The Jets are 4-1, and one, though, against the spread as an away team this year. It's a wow. tough one. Wow. Vikings minus three. Well, that's interesting. So, Justin Jefferson v. Sauce Gardner, yes. man. How awesome is that? Awesome. I hate the phrase, but get your damn popcorn ready. Lost in the sauce. Have I told you that Sauce and DJ Reed are my favorite pair of corners in the NFL. Maybe once. They are, dude. They just are. Now, the Vikings, though, have more guys to worry about if you're a defense than just J.J. They also have the aforementioned Adam Thielen, who did come in the jungle this week. He did an awesome interview for us. So he's got that jungle karma, which you and I both know is real. Karma. T.J. Hawkinson has balled since he came over. Kirk Cousins coming off his best game of the season. And there's no doubt that the Jets got that crazy energy lift from Mike White, who was damn near perfect last week. And it is much easier to play when the entire team does not have a wet blanket over it like it did when Zachary was out there. And what if the Jets get another big game from, wait for it, Zonovan bleeping night. Toting the rock. That guy came out of nowhere. Had a nice game. And the Vikings' pass defense did make Mac Jones look like bacon 45 in his prime last week. You see what I mean? Like, I'm going back and forth on this. I know it sounds convoluted, <laughs> but I could argue for either side pretty easily. I like them both. And as much as I like the Vikings, the Jets, dude, the Jets going into Minnesota's house and winning would be pretty fucking awesome, wouldn't it? You still there, Head? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, we're just are you, are you still alive? Hey, give me give me some oxygen, man. Give me a shot of, of Jack. I said it'd be awesome, yeah. Yeah, well, th thanks for playing along, dude. Wake the hell up. <laughs> Narcolepsy. Anyway, what I'm saying is, if something wake seems up. too good to be true, wake up. If something seems too wake good to be up. true, it generally is. I respect the hell out of Robert Sala. I do. But here is another receipt to throw in your shoebox. Robbie, Vikings, minus three. Receipts. Nice. Hell right. yeah. Thanks for being awake for the entire thing. We'll Here's a up. funky little matchup right here for you, Head. Mm -hmm. The suddenly swaggy Jags mm -hmm. going into the D to deal with Dan Cannibal and the mm -hmm. Lions. I know <laughs> I have a soft spot in my heart for Duval. Mm -hmm. I know you have this bizarre fascination with the Lions. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do with this one? Yeah, man, Dan Dahmer has been getting me paid lately, Dan Jim. They're the hottest. Wow. Yeah, yeah, cannibal Dan type Dahmer. talk right there. Um, they're even, the hottest. That's even better than Dan Cannibal, Dan Dahmer. Yeah, not a good. Not, sorry, Alvin, Alan, whatever your name is, but Albert, um, Albert. Arthur. Yeah, they are the hottest Artie. team in football via the spread and winning four Alhambra. straight. Though. Alhambra, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Two best offenses in football, both averaging over thirty points a game. Jill, Jim, Jim, oh, Jill. I forgot about you that one. You chilled me again, again. <laughs> You allened him no, and you that killed was a, me. That was, he set me up on that one. That was not a. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, wait dude, till I get the written dude, shot. Yeah, man. I was like, gotcha. <laughs> anyways, can, I got to jump can, off I, this. I, I want to be straight yeah. and just say this straight up. This uh -huh. is the worst, worst pod we've done all season. This is terrible, it dude. It might be funny as hell, though. Straight you know, terrible. It's not funny, man. Nobody can follow it. 
<laughs> we don't love to see it. This is ass. Oh, if, if we're going to call things ass when it's ass, we have to call us ass when it's we're bad. ass. This is ass, dude. Wearing on us, I guess, after week 13. Let's uh, clean it up here a little bit, huh? Please. All Please. right. Uh, jumping off that wagon, the Detroit wagon, uh, wagon right here, let's go with Trevor Lawrence finally putting it together and building off that Baltimore ending and take the one point you can get against Detroit. His line has been really good in protecting him lately, and Detroit struggles in rushing the passer. When he's clean, PFF has him as the seventh best passer in the NFL. So let's say he has a better day than Goff, who, to his credit, has thrown the ball, hasn't thrown the ball to the other team for three weeks in a row, so that's good for Jared. But I like Travis Etienne here uh, to have a big game. He's unbelievable. The Jags run blocking versus the Lions. Do you know that he's all right, dude, physically? Do you know what his status is? So Peterson said they're leaning towards playing, and that's why I'm like, okay, I'm over this thing. He said right now it looks like he will play this week. So um, that is huge because he can make people miss, and Lions stopping the run. They're gassy, just like the Jags run blocking, but ETN will be the difference there. On the other side of the ball, the Jags run defense is good, and they're only getting better to stop Jamal Williams and them. Um, they've given up only 3.8 yards per attempt the past three weeks. They struggle in converting their pass rushed into sacks, though. They rank 30th there. You know, they could use a guy named Aiden Hutchinson had they taken him, but they didn't. It is what it is. But let's go with the 28% uh, of the money here in the Jags and take the point. Interesting. I, I love the way Alvin hooked me on Jill. That was funny. I, I got to <laughs> give it to him, man. That was good. All right, so I'm going to tell you what I want to do, and then I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. Straight up, I want the Jags. I want to pick them. I want them to win. I'm rooting. I really do. I'm just being real. I love Trevor Lawrence carving the Ravens last week, and not just on that last drive, but all game long. That's the stud we've all been waiting on. Zay Jones balled out. Christian Kirk is dangerous. And, you know, you mentioned Travis Etienne. If he can go and mm -hmm. feels right, you know he's going to run the hell all over the Lions because mm -hmm. everybody does. So mm -hmm. I like the Jags. I want the Jags. But I feel like Dan Cannibal is gnawing on my kneecaps. And there's a dude that I have not yet mentioned here because I never, ever play the Lions. And I love this guy. I love this guy. I love this guy. Do you know where I'm going with this? No, I don't. Amonra St. Brown. Ooh. Oh, I love this dude. I love this dude. I think, and not because he's from around the block, played at modern day, good SoCal guy. I think the guy's a star. And if not a star yet, he's going to be a star. I love him. So I want to drop that in there. Also, you mentioned Jamal Williams. I think mm -hmm. he's going to make another house call or two. Make what I'm saying lot. to you, believe it or not, Head, mm -hmm. I want the Jags, mm -hmm. but I'm taking the Lions. Ooh, I will lay the point, dude. Switching I will sides. lay the point. I am right. switching sides. There's no turds here. All right, so there you go. Hey now, Omaha Steaks makes an amazing gift for your family and friends and the team of people you work with. But don't take my word for it. Ask the members of our XR4TI. They know, I know, and by now you probably know. The quality, the convenience, everything you need to deliver an unforgettable holiday gift experience. Omaha Steaks is America's original butcher since 1917 and a holiday gift that is guaranteed to be loved. And the holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. I have been a fan for so many years. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to give a gift that is simply perfect. Gifts like perfect. 
perfectly aged, tender steaks, juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals. A gourmet gift from Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. It's a gift they'll remember with every unforgettable bite. Plus, with this special radio offer, get $30 off your order, minimum order required, shop early, beat the shipping rush. Whether you're shopping for friends, family, colleagues, or yourself, Every order is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. Just use Rome at checkout, R-O-M-E, Rome at checkout for Omaha Steaks. Funniest game of the week, Ravens, a big-ass favorite against Denver. Seriously, Mm -hmm. the only bigger disaster and cesspool than the Broncos right now is Twitter. But even Twitter is awesome if you can hit it just right. And Mm -hmm. I love that dude who has been tracking Cringeress's ratio of bathrooms in his home to TD passes, and right now the ratio is 12 to 8 awesome the wrong follow. way, dude. Uh-huh. Dude has more heads in his house than he does touchdown passes on the year, heading into week 13. If that does not solidify this as the worst trade ever, I don't know what does, but there is uh-huh. a big fat number in play. Mm-hmm. What is that big fat number, and what are you going to do with it? It's eight right now, but I'm laying it with Baltimore. Uh, the question is, if it, it's not if the Ravens will be up by more than eight, if it's if they can actually finish the damn thing. They led by more than one score in each of their four losses this season, so can they finish here? But outside of the utter dysfunction in Denver, I like the matchup for the Ravens here. The Bron- Broncos won't be able to run the football in the Ravens, who rank third in the NFL in yards per rush. You want to throw the ball against Baltimore. They don't create much of a pass rush, but... They are going up against a Broncos line that has allowed 36 sacks this season. A backup center and two backup tackles are playing, and a QB who can't do anything. He's terrible. As we know, the Broncos' D is their strength, but they're worn out too, man. Uh, Mike Purcell wanting to give them the high knees is an inflection of their entire team right here. During the last three games— An inflection? Nah, what was the word there? Damn it. Why why do you use big words? I don't know. Why do you use any words? What is it? Like a— I don't know. Reflection. Reflection. Yeah, reflection. That's a good one. Yeah. So the last three games, well, like when you look in the mirror and you see a gigantic dome staring back at you, I need reflection. To get one of those Brian Robinson has to put on my head. Anyways, here's my point. Is that the six million dollar man theme song? Album? No, no, no. Steve Austin. Oh, got it. Nailed it. Okay. Yep. I, so, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but. <laughs> Who knows? Go ahead. We're all over the place here. <laughs> Lee Majors, yo. Yeah. During the last three games, while well, the cringe-led offense is averaging 12 Remember points Remember the bionic woman? The two of them used to get together, I think. Yo. Oh, yeah. I think I they used to that. get nice. I, yes, I heard that. Wow, yeah. this pod is horrible. Go ahead. Oh, Alvie. <laughs> What the hell happened to us, man? Do you remember when we used to actually talk football and pick games? I know. We'll get there. Don't worry. Week four, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of week four, uh, Lamar, since week four, he's only thrown six touchdown passes, so hopefully he'll be better. And the Ravens have to do better in the red zone, Jim. They are getting worse, and Denver's defense is the best in the NFL this season there. Baltimore was two for five there against the Jags last week and one for three in goal-to-go situations, so they're complete ass lately. Let's say they are better there, and they snap their 0-5-1 against the spread streak in their last six home games. Not wow. good right there. Baltimore minus eight, and the Broncos clinched their sixth consecutive losing season here. Interesting. So you know what's hilarious? You got the pro football doc, and I think that he's made a killing killing Mm -hmm. fading the Ravens this year I bet that he could add a wing to the command center 
or to Mission Control, where he and his crew operate every Sunday just from fading the Ravens alone this season. I bet even the Doc, we're going to find out, but I bet Mm -hmm. even the Doc would lay the points this week. Remember, hey, remember that stupid argument back in the day about whether or not the best team in college football could beat the worst team in the NFL? Yeah. Like when Alabama was totally different, totally dominant, like could they beat whoever was the worst team in the NFL? I always thought that was like the stupidest argument. Like, of course not. Never, ever, ever, ever in any year, Uh except right now. I might take even one of the worst teams in college football Mm -hmm. right across town, the Colorado Buffs. Straight up against the Broncos. I'm not even kidding. Worst Power Five team maybe ever. <laughs> right, maybe ever. And I might take them straight up against the Broncos. That's oh how bad Cringerous and the Broncos mojo is right now. I love and Russ. I'm not even sure. There's your guy. I'm not even sure they've hit rock bottom yet. I still think it can get cringier and it could uh-huh. get even worse. Okay. I've got no problem taking the Ravens and laying the points, regardless of how many it is. So what is it now? Eight. Eight is what I just saw. All yep. damn day. Mm-hmm. Ravens minus eight. Finally. Let's talk some NFC East ball. Mm-hmm. You've got the red hot Washington Commanders against the ice cold New York Giants. Credit to Brian Dable for getting mm-hmm. these guys turned around. But ice. we knew it was only a matter of time before they got exposed. And they were. They're dogs at home. They're fading fast. Do you expect the G-men to stop the bleeding and make a stand here? Dable scares me, and they might, but I'm betting against him and the Giants here. I'm laying the two-and-a-half points and taking the Commanders on the road. They've won six of seven, and the biggest thing right now, Jim, is they are winning the turnover margin. They have a plus-seven turnover margin in uh, those seven games and a minus-seven margin when they lost their first four of five games. Against the Giants here, that St. Louis Battlehawk, he will have to be careful and, uh, with the ball even more. That guy right there, Taylor. I think he throws more, actually. They're running the hell out of the ball last three games. They've averaged in an NFL most 42 rushing, uh, rushing attempts per game. But those Giants have two great stout defensive tackles and a shit secondary. So he's going to challenge them with Terry, your guy, and the boys. Um, hopefully they expose him back there. Terry. The commander's Terry. 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 Man, I love that kid. Gotta love too. that kid. Yeah, so great. What, what I would Terry. give to just, like, freeze that point in time. I wish that kid never grew up. We can get him and Paul Allen on one pod. Yeah, the kid, but, but the kid won't be as cool now because yeah. he's not that kid anymore. Fair. I mean, he's, probably fine. he's probably a good dude, but mm-hmm. he's probably a good dude. He's probably but he's the best. five now. Yeah, he's probably a good dude, but he's the best kid ever. Oh, best my kid God. Ever. <laughs> Love that kid. Uh, the commanders on D have to stop that running game. I think we know. They have been playing. Hey, had been playing great there, I should say, in their last three games before Sunday's game. They allowed a combined 171 yards in three games before that. The fail clowns, though, gashed them for 167 yards alone, and the Giants average 151 yards per game on the ground. I think the Commanders do, though. Overall, they've been the best defense in the NFC the past three weeks as far as allowing total yardage. Against the spread, Commanders are on fire. 6-0-1 in their last seven games. 4-0 in their last four road games. Let's go Commanders minus 2.5. Yes, I like it. I like it a lot. Listen, I think the Giants are gassed. I think the commanders are coming together. I know that Washington is who the Giants want and need to be. Mm-hmm. Follow me? A team mm-hmm. that will punch you in the face and pound you on the ground. That's Ron Rivera football. He's got a couple of backs who can do it. It's working. They've ripped off six of seven. Brian Robinson's one of the best stories in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. He's coming off his best game, and you know 
you know I love Riverboat Ron. I love Ron love Rivera. Mm-hmm. In fact, I spoke with him this week. Mm-hmm. He sounds great. He feels great about the way they're playing. He mm-hmm. told me what a tremendous lift that Taylor Heineke gives everybody around him. He was raving him. about, as you point out, one of my favorite guys ever, Terry. Terry. Terry McLaurin. Terry. <laughs> and I just think that Ron is doing a brilliant, brilliant job. And I love what I'm seeing from the commanders. Furthermore, I kind of feel like Saquon Barkley is smacked into a wall and that if he and Daniel Dimes cannot establish the run early, they are D. OA because if you need D squared to throw it to beat you, you know he's not going to be able to. The mm. commanders know it. They will pin their ears back because you know they've got multiple guys that can get to the quarterback, and they will. I'm with you, Head. I like the commanders. I like their energy. I think the G-men are bleeding out. Washington minus two and a half in New York. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, so here's the thing. Whatever it is we just Uh did, I don't even know. Like, I want to say to you, oh, double rainbow. Alvin, Alvin, you're not helping him. You're hurting him, and you shouldn't be doing that, Albert. Thank you. So here's the thing. Like, I I feel like I'm out here spitting knowledge confidently. Mm -hmm. I got to be honest, man. I'm nervous about this week. Tough, tough games. Run it back for me one more time because I think we both got lost, especially you, in the sauce. And there's always those guys who are going to say, hey, man, we don't care about the podcast stuff. Just give us the picks. All right. Give them the damn picks. All right. San Francisco 49ers minus four at home against the Miami Dolphins. Bengals. Plus two home dog against Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. The Bills tonight, minus three and a half at New England. The Vikes, minus three at home against the Jets. PA, let's do this. Jags, plus one on the road at Detroit. Baltimore, minus eight versus Denver. And Washington, the Commanders, minus two and a half versus the New York Giants. All right. Good job. Good effort. Head. Hopefully, we do better than we think we're going to do. I appreciate the grind. I appreciate you. Talk soon. Thanks, Jim. We are past the halfway point in this year's pro football regular season, and whether you're still in the survivor pool, in the playoffs, your fantasy tournament, or placing bets, you need up-to-date and accurate information that you know you can trust. This is why we're pumped for you to try the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for pro football, basketball, and baseball. Elias Game Plan is an app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues since 1913. And thanks to them, you can have all the official stats, facts, and team and player updates in the palm of your hand, all backed by their renowned research team. And with the latest version of the app, you can now use the My Game Plan feature to push your plays to the next level. My Game Plan provides multiple scenarios based on expert analysis from their top researchers. They provide recommendations for betting, fantasy, and knockout and survivor pools, and even allow you to track your performance over time. I love it. Do you really think that I would get down without that kind of information? And with their chat feature, you can even connect with the renowned researchers at Elias directly. Feel confident in your choices this pro football season by downloading the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe, weekly, monthly, or annual, but I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. Just use my promo code B 
Big Bets 25. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code BIGBETS25. Time once again to visit with the pro football doc, Dr. David Chow, the former team doctor for the Chargers. He is an orthopedic surgeon, as you know. He is the man behind Sports Injury Central. It is a company in which I'm an investor. I'm a member of the advisory board. I am proud to disclose that. Doc, another Thursday. Good to have you back. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Time flies by, especially now December's here. Boy, it's going to really fly. It is. It's incredible. We are going downhill, and I mean that in a good way. So, Doc, I joked with the big head that you could probably add a wing to the Chow Mansion just by fading the Ravens the way you have all year long because they've been so banged up. And given the big point spread, let me start right there. Given the big point spread between them and the disaster that is the Broncos, it would seem obvious to just keep fading the Ravens. But but is it this week or have the tables flipped and are the Broncos actually even more busted up than the Ravens? Uh, you're absolutely right, Jim. Last week, I know it's hard to love Carolina. and We talked about Carolina hosting Denver. You know, the money's green, even though the game's kind of junk. That was our biggest pick and biggest six-score differential between teams of the year so far. And Carolina with Sam Darnold uh, won and covered easily. The Broncos are still beat up. Baltimore, we've been saying they're, they've been beat up all season, but they're getting healthier. And for the first time all season, they are on the healthy side. They are 11-plus point points, double digits healthier than the Denver Broncos. The Broncos have more injuries than the Ravens. So I get it's a big point spread, but this is the first time all season we're the other way because Denver is just that much more beaten up than the Ravens. That's pretty funny to me. Funny to me in the sense that, I mean, you've got you've done so well. You've done so well going the other way with the Ravens. In terms of the sick differential, Doc, I, I'm a total believer in this. I hit Carolina last week based on what you said. I got paid based on what you said. So I totally am a believer in this, which brings me to this. This is interesting now, really interesting. When you look at the Raiders and the Chargers, and as an example, the Chargers seem like a pretty obvious pick right now based on the point spread. But, and based on the eye test, however, what is the sick differential in this one? Because I think that when the listeners hear this, they may view this matchup differently than they do right now. Well, you're absolutely right. And and even on this Baltimore-Denver, just to follow up, yeah. last week, not only did we take Carolina over Denver, we were fading, as you said, Baltimore against the Jaguars. And the Jaguars came back and won outright, mm -hmm. right? And this week, it's the other way. When you look at the Chargers, obviously, you know, you think the Chargers are the sexier pick, but from a health perspective, the Raiders are actually healthier. I get it. No Darren Waller, no Hunter Renfro. Those are the name brand players. But the Chargers have their issues, and it goes beyond Mike Williams. Uh, they don't, haven't had their left tackle all season. I don't believe the right tackle will play. The center is likely out. and They have multiple problems on the defensive line. And I think that just makes them the less healthy side, in which is almost the pick em game. I was going to say, Doc, what is the actual point differential, the sick point differential in that matchup? Well, the sick point differential is just under 10 points. It's, uh, you know, 8.9 points. But the difference is that it's concentrated on the Chargers' offensive and defensive line. And that's where the game of football is played, in the trenches. And uh, that's where we have our worries right there, uh, especially 
Uh, and, you know, I get it. The Raiders, you know, may not have Josh Jacobs because of his calf injury. He crushed it last week uh, with the calf injury, but he did make it worse. You might want to look at fading him this week in terms of a prop, but the Raiders still should win in the trenches. And, uh, that's where uh, that's where it is. All right, so that's interesting. So the Ravens are no longer the most beat-up team in the world. The Rams might be the new Ravens. In fact, Doc, do the Rams even have enough healthy guys to actually play this game? I can't wait to hear the sick differential on Rams v. Seahawks. What is that number? 18-point differential. Oh! Seahawks are— have we, know, have you had, Has there been an 18-point sick differential in any game this year? Well, yeah, Carolina against Baltimore. Sorry, Carolina against Denver last week was twenty-five. So that's wow. that's been our wow. No wonder we crushed that one all year. Yeah. All right. So what and, about the what about the eighteen? I mean, eighteen's automatic. That's an automatic bet, right? At eighteen. Well, by our six score, it's supposed to be. And look, it's not just Matthew Stafford out. It might be John Wolford out. It might be Bryce Perkins again. We know Cooper Cuffs out. We know Allen Robinson's out. But four of the five original offensive linemen for the Rams are likely out. And then defensively, of course, no Aaron Donald. And uh, Seattle is green at 88.7. They're relatively healthy. Obviously, they lost Rashad Penny, but Kenneth Walker uh, has been playing very, very well. And he should do very well again this week if you're looking at a prop, especially if you assume that, uh, especially if it plays out to form and Seattle gets up a little bit, and uh, there's grinded out yards uh, later in the game for Kenneth Walker. Look, I'm sure the team total when it gets set for the Rams might not even be double digits. Hmm, I was going to say, if the number's 18, like, for instance, what is the record on the season in picking teams where there's a 15-point or more sick differential? Well, when there's been a 10-point differential, we're over 60%. But when it's 15 or more, it's been undefeated. I think it's so far 6-0. and All right, so that's something to consider right there. Anything else, Doc, that you like this week that we have not hit on? Any prop bets or anything else? Well, that's why the prop bets, you know, Josh Jacobs, I, I know he had defied the odds, but now he made the calf worse. Can you really, uh, if his line is real high for a prop, maybe you want to look at, look at it the other way. And even if the Raiders get ahead on the Chargers, he's not going to get the grinded out yards at the end of the game. They're going to save him for somebody else, uh, et cetera. And, uh, you know, if you go, our field views will get finalized at SICscore.com Friday after the final injury report. If you just look at the colors, some of it is really self-explanatory for your listeners. And there's a lot of creative bets that you can make, prop bets and parlayed prop bets, et cetera. I like it. Doc, no one better than that in explaining how that works. That's Sports Injury Central. Once again, the site itself is totally free if you want to use it and do the work itself. If you want the picks, there is a price right there, but it's totally up to you. Doc, thank you very much. Always great to have you on. Appreciate the information. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Jim. All right. That is episode 13 of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. It's in the books. My thanks to all of you once again for listening and jumping in with us. It does mean the world to us. All I ask in return is, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and hit us with a nice, fat, five-star review. If you hate what you're hearing, just give us five stars anyway. Don't hate. It's a terrible way to go through life. You give us the five stars, and we will keep giving you awesome free entertainment and info. Bam. Have a great weekend. 
See you next week right here on Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. Let's get paid.